0: hello everybody welcome back to the that's so sabotage podcast hope you guys have had an amazing day i mean obviously it's getting better now because you're listening sophie Nitz, and emma in the house we're very excited about today's episode and sophie is about to tell you what it's all about yeah, so you guys,
1: I spent the whole morning coming up with the episode. <laughs> and she today. won't let us forget it. No, and it's amazing. <laughs> so we're so excited to talk to you guys about it today. But we're going to just talk about how to prioritize your time in your 20s. I feel like that's a very like close to home topic between mm-hmm. all of us right now because Nits just turned 28 and we just
2: turned 25. We did not need to start the episode that way. <laughs> we did not need to no, expose. No, but you know what? As we'll get to it, you will hear how happy I am exactly Me, yeah 28 you're yeah. you're so it's way better than 25 years. you're glowing no thank you it's the makeup
1: on my face right now <laughs> thanks <laughs> absolutely but yeah so we have a bunch of different topics here we have some questions and advice and i just feel like it's a very like general topic there's so many different areas of like your 20s that we can discuss today which mm-hmm. are like your career your relationship status your friendships and all that kind of good stuff so let's get into the episode
2: yay but before we get started you guys must you not forget sabotage oh, of the week
0: right i'm gonna kick it up for oh.
2: us yes. <laughs> i'm gonna kick it up
0: for us you sound like you're about to like break into a rap <laughs>
2: i love that Bye. you guys we have the same sabotage of the week this week mm-hmm. um which is that we are all departing la um i love that the sabotage is that we're not going to be together meanwhile you guys fully live 10 minutes apart okay but here's <laughs> the thing
0: nine. it's like the trio is going to be separated once again but okay wait can we just talk about why it's sabotage because tomorrow we're going to disneyland and it's going to be the best day of our lives it's going to be the best day of our lives because first of all the last time we went to disney Nitz wasn't able to attend because she was in her honeymoon so the fact that we're going to be on such a high tomorrow and like the serotonin the vibrations that are going to happen tomorrow and then we're all going to depart the next day that's
1: pretty sabotage it's as sabotage it could get as it could get i mean um okay but I just have my notes here so bear with us because this might be a little bit
0: I don't know. We just just, have a lot of thoughts so it's going to be just like we're brain farting today in today's episode. That's the
1: thing we're doing like one big brain dump in this episode just talking about like all areas. Mm -hmm. So basically um, I obviously did lots of research on this episode and I just like pulled different articles. I pulled different quotes and I just feel like it's all so like I pulled everything that resonated
2: with Me and us. I have a comment to make. What I love that you didn't do the bare minimum. Oh my god!
0: You went above and beyond. We're working on our fatal flaws.
2: No,
1: one uh,
0: episode at a time.
1: No, I'm proud of myself. You guys and look at those notes. We're
2: We're proud proud of of you you too. That kind of tickles my fancy. I think it gives us the tingle through the notes. (laughs) I know. I think I
1: killed it. Don't say I never did anything. But okay. So step one, we're going to talk about the pressures of making something out of yourself before you're 30, Mm -hmm. because I feel like the. The age 30 has like such a like connotation around it. You feel like you have to accomplish everything in your 20s to like hit your like and be as prepared as you can be by the time you hit your 30s in like all areas of life. Um, I did a
2: horrible description. Of no, that, I feel like you mean
0: like society gives you the pressure yes. to, you know, hit certain goals by the time you turn 30 and that's like so soon. Well,
2: <laughs> think about Forbes 30 under 30, mm-hmm. which is such a goal for so many people. I feel mm-hmm. like including us around this table, but why is it Forbes 30 under 30? Why is it Forbes 30 under 80? Totally. Like there's so much more life yeah, after I agree. being in your 30s. Mm-hmm. So it's like this pressure to fit all the best moments of your life mm-hmm. under 30. But it's what's crazy. Ex- but what's exciting about that? Like, you know what I mean? After 30, do you just like not do anything? You're like, we're but done. You're done. You're <laughs> done. You're done. <laughs> but
1: no, exactly. And I feel like your early 20s, like as soon as you hit the age of 20, you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much time. Like I'm still basically a teen. Like I just turned 20 and you think you have all this time and you think you have until like you hit 25 to like get your shit together basically but we're 25 right now me and Emma and we do not have our shit together. We Absolutely don't even not. we don't even know what we want for dinner tonight. No. Like we didn't even know what day we were going home. Our flights are Mm-mm. not are not booked and it's Tuesday and we leave Thursday. <laughs> um we like are so not prepared for any of that and I feel like there's so much pressure
0: of being perfect to be perfect (laughs) Mm -hmm. even though we're perfect remember we're manifesting in last week's episode we talked about how you say it you don't chase you attract so we'll say we're perfect but let's be real we're
2: just real we're not perfect you know what i feel like you guys saw firsthand with me when I turned 25. You're mm-hmm. kind of just realizing like, oh, I'm five years away from 30. I have five years to get everything done. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely had a midlife crisis. And oh. I won't let you guys forget it. No, you
0: guys, we will never quarter forget. Life crisis. We will never forget <laughs> Nitz's quarter life crisis birthday because she had such a mental breakdown. And I think that's maybe why me and Soph were so scared to turn 25. Because we're like, oh, my God, if Nitz had a mental breakdown, we're going
2: to have a mental breakdown. But I'm here to tell you guys that it only gets better. Mm-hmm. Like what age Did it get better for you? Honestly. Like when did you realize? Twenty five was kind of just like what's happening. I'm five years away from thirty. I love that I'm talking like I have all this wisdom. I'm literally two years older than (laughs) you guys. Like that's it. But twenty five was kind of just like what you're feeling right now. Like, okay, great. Five years, like what's happening. Twenty six was honestly just kind of like eh. Was it like Like, a dead year? mm -hmm. Kind of like I guess did I get engaged at twenty six? Maybe. So maybe not. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't dead. You're like maybe it was the best year of my life at Josh Flux School. Like it just like it feels like Let's not even talk about external factors right. like how I felt. I was kind of right. just like, I still don't really know who I am or like mm-hmm. what's happening. Twenty seven, like I feel inner like peace, was,
0: inner peace. No, so
2: twenty seven was also kind of like twenty six and twenty eight, or the last few months of twenty seven, like nearing the twenty eighth mm-hmm. year, year of my life. You do get that like inner peace, but I, it's probably different for everyone, you for know. Sure. But you just kind of, I feel like in your thirties, and people say this all the time. You know who you are, and you walk into a room and you're not afraid to like. You just don't care what people think as much, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You're just mm-hmm. like confident who you are, what you look like, what you stand for. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, then okay, I'm not for you. No,
0: I literally was going to say the same thing. Every single 30 year old plus, 30 plus year old, I've asked, like, what's your advice for me in my 20s? Like, I only have five more years. What's your advice? And every single person is like, oh, your fit. 30s are better because you don't give a shit. So, like, let's take that advice now and let's not give a shit now. Like, yeah. okay, let's make no. 25, okay? 25
1: let's, let's make- is the new 30s. Let's, exactly. Let's still go to Disneyland on a Wednesday. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Throw
0: all of our emails on ooo and head to disney
1: but like okay so i found a quote online and so i'm gonna quote it for you guys Tell Don't us. Know, i forget where i got this from so we're gonna start the quotations Social we're unknown. gonna start <laughs> the quotations here but it says why does being in your early 20s feel so much like only having five years of your life left in which you need to achieve as much as possible why do i feel like i have an approaching deadline for success And I feel like that is so true. Like, it seems like you have to have, there's a deadline. There's a deadline. And so many people, especially now have no idea what they want to do. And they are still like, they're graduated from college and like, they're still not sure like what their passion is or what they want to do. And they went to school for four years and got a degree, but now they're kind of like, well, I kind of just got the degree because it's what I thought I wanted. Or it's what
0: society told you to do.
1: Totally. And now like, you're like there's been a shift in like what you actually are passionate about so I feel like there's so many people out there who have no idea and are lost and feel like they have to know Mm -hmm. by the time they're 30.
0: Okay, can I tell you a story that kind of goes along that quote? Well, I went to fashion school. You guys know I did not go to university. I went straight into fashion school. It was like a private program. It was just like a year long. Definitely the untraditional route. But what was funny about this program and what I kind of saw, and maybe a lesson that could be told in this podcast, is that a lot of the people in my class were probably 25 plus. I was literally 18, 19 in this class being like, I'm going to fashion school. I'm in fashion. That's what I want to do. Blah blah blah, and everyone in that class was like, "How the hell did you know you wanted to do this?" Like, we've all done degrees, we've all or worked in the service industry, or we've worked, you know, corporate jobs, whatever. But we, you know, changed our minds, um, like later down the line. And so their biggest advice is like, if you know that university is not the right route for you, or vice versa, do it now. Like, don't don't just do what society tells you to do, and like live your life to its fullest and do it, follow your passion.
2: But that's kind of what I was gonna say too. Is I think you only find out what you want to do by trying different things. Mm -hmm. So you hear all the time, even like my mom was a teacher turned jewelry designer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. in her 30s, you have to try different things to know what you want and don't want. But I I know like when you guys were going into university or not university, did you know what you wanted to get into? Like, did you have any idea like what direction, what field? No, not at all. And there's so much pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Like I remember people picking their courses, even Mm -hmm. in grade 10 11 and 12 based on what program they wanted to get into but it's like how are you supposed to know how what you want to even study three years from now when you're literally in grade 10 i actually remember i think it was maybe
1: it was either like in even in high school it's like you have to know exactly what prerequisites you want to take to get Mm -hmm. into the program you want to do later in life how the hell do you know that in the
2: 10th grade i'm seeing daniel my brother go through right now he's in grade 12 and he has sorry, Daniel, <laughs> if your friends listen to this, I'm so sorry. Throwing
0: Daniel under the bus right yeah, now. But it's
2: like, I look at him and I, I feel for him and he's trying yeah. to go into, is it kinesiology? Is it psychology? Is it business? Like, how is he going to know unless he just starts Tries doing it. something, mm-hmm. you know, Gosh. and that could take, yeah a lot of time but also
0: like if you want to do vice versa also don't be shy to go back to school or don't be shy to try that like completely switch gears and do a hard larry you know don't be scared larry take a hard larry and go go back
1: no exactly and i just know that like there's so many people like even Mm -hmm. me personally like i went to school for business i dropped out like two and a half years into my degree because i knew that the opportunity to do what i was doing currently like on social media was probably not going to be there two years down Mm -hmm, the line mm -hmm. had I not taken that risk and like fully put all of my energy into being a content creator. And honestly, like those two years that... I had like that I I guess would have been in school for Mm -hmm. my career already had the biggest jump start because I was that much more ahead totally I feel like even now especially with like TikTok everyone is like now considering like social media and being a content creator just like following their passion like they're really seeing like how many people actually can like make a living off of it and obviously it's things that they're passionate about but it's like I feel like I see TikTok videos all the time that are like how to know like when to leave your nine to five or like you know what I mean? Totally. Oh my god. Left my nine to five to like pursue something that I love and I feel like it's like now so acceptable
2: to do that because like social media made it acceptable. The norm changed and people just see in proof of concept like that you can just go and create your own personal brand and create your own job and love what you do
0: mm-hmm. and not have
2: to go sit at a cubicle if that's not what, you know, lights your soul on fire. You. But
0: you know what though? We love the people who do though. That, we're what not I'm shaming saying, the people who don't. If exactly. it doesn't light your mm-hmm.
2: it doesn't, light doesn't your tickle fire, your fancy sparkle your fire, whatever totally. whatever well, the and term that's,
1: is. And that's the thing too, and it's like finding what it is that you're passionate about. Like me personally, I could never be a nurse because I get so sick from the needles, fall. blood, Same. anything. And there's so many of my girlfriends who are nurses, like, shout out to them. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like amazing that, like,
0: there are people like that in the world
1: that they do that. And I like, I like applaud them so much because I couldn't do half the stuff that they do but it's just like it's so I think it's so interesting because like me and my girlfriends from Saskatoon we all are doing such different things Mm -hmm. like there's some girls who are on like the creative side there's some girls who got business degrees some people who work in like the healthcare field and Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because we're all so close but we're all so different at
0: the same Mm -hmm. time and everyone's just trying to navigate their 20s Mm -hmm. it's crazy I know and it's kind of fun that everyone's so you know polar polarized and
1: that's the thing too it's like the like what we do for work has absolutely nothing to do with our friendship like Mm -hmm. we are all still best friends from high school totally and no matter like what you do in life hopefully those people are still going to be there for you at the end of the day no matter what
2: Yeah, whatever you decide on. I think it's also important to normalize that you can pivot the direction Mm -hmm. that you want to take your life because we asked you guys on Instagram kind of like your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns on life in your 20s. And someone wrote confused, became a nurse and now contemplating everything I've worked for. So it's like when you go to school and you spend all this time and money going in one direction, it's very scary to then be like, actually, I don't know if this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a lot of courage To a recognize that maybe it's not what you want. And then to actually make the change Mm -hmm. is not something that I feel like is talked about enough. I
0: -hmm. agree. You know, Mm-hmm. i so agree actually i want to go back to also though how you we were talking about like how all of our friends are very different we actually got a lot of questions um like Ned said we asked you guys on instagram a lot of people are asking like how to make friends in your 20s how to meet people post call meeting people po- post college though mm-hmm. not like the you know traditional route how do you meet people if you're not in a dorm not in a sorority not in a frat like how do we meet people how did we meet we met on instagram obviously, we met but- on
2: instagram so i feel like social media mm-hmm. is so important like you yeah. even see Bumble. Who released their Bumble BFF? Right, mm-hmm. like little Hinge. I apps. think
0: has friends now.
2: Someone doesn't said, Raya also Raya? Yeah. yeah, I think someone said.
0: Yeah, there's Raya Business. There's someone we know. It's just people, A little birdie told us. name
2: dropped. <laughs> no, I was like, I think, yeah. Yeah. You see that people are longing to meet mm-hmm. people. And now I think because a lot of people work for themselves and work from home and right. on their laptop, you actually don't go out and socialize in the yeah. last two years of the you pandemic. Don't, didn't yeah. help, and
0: you don't have that like office banta. Well, yeah,
2: and especially if you're self-employed, you literally work by yourself for yourself. Well, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. And it's like,
1: especially finding like-minded people and people who have the same interests as you and like, ha- like share the same passion. That's so- hard to find and like obviously our situation we all got very lucky because we were all like doing the exact same thing at the exact same time going through like Mm -hmm. the exact same like mental
0: breakdowns roller coaster (laughs) the hustle
1: the hustle to get there and I feel like that's why we became such good friends is like we all helped each other and held each other's hands like Mm -hmm. the entire way to totally get to where we are now obviously we let go of the hands a little bit I'm like I was gonna say we still hold hands. Yeah, no, totally we totally st- still hold
0: hands. No, but
1: like you know what I mean. We still like, cuddle at night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But actually,
0: like- no. You guys, I actually tried to cuddle Sophie today. I ga- I showed her this. Okay, there's a position that I like to do when I'm cuddling. It's called the koala. Okay, and that's what I've trademarked. And I did it to Sophie today, and she's like, I, she literally wanted to die. She's like, don't touch me. She
1: was hovering <laughs> me. I don't know why, but like I am like the most cuddly person with Austin. But anytime, right. anytime it's like a friend or something, we'll believe I'm, it when we see I'm it. I'm so yeah. standoffish, like. Emma used to always make fun of me in, like, group pictures, how I'd have a hovering hand. Always. And now, I would zoom into
0: the hovering hand and be like, why can't you just touch me? Just physical touch me? No, it's my love language.
1: It's, like, fully ingrained in my brain now, like, her, that comment she made. So, anytime I do a group photo now, I, like, fully, like, grasp my hand around. You guys can check it out in all, like, future photos you The see. muscle,
0: you're, like, your full hand's, like, clawing everybody. <laughs> I know. Sorry, we're not going to talk about this for much
2: longer, but i just to say one just more Just a
0: point. quick tangent. <laughs> Nitz, you're pretty cuddly. Am I? Yeah, you're pretty cuddly. You're more I cuddly than like Sophie. Like No,
2: I'm so impressed with myself. You're way better. You're
0: way better. You're still like not as physical touch as me.
2: (laughs) Neither of you are. I don't think
0: anyone. Neither of you are. However, you both are getting better, and I think that by the time we're (laughs) thirty, it's going to be a goal. (laughs) The time we're thirty, y'all are going to cuddle me. Let's check back with the podcast in five years and see if anything's
1: changed. (laughs) Okay. Um, but I think now, like obviously, we've talked about the career part of this whole topic, but I feel like also relationships and friendships mm-hmm. is also a huge part of your 20s because you feel like you have to be married or engaged or even just have that partner or have that mm-hmm. like committed relationship it feels like you have to have that and if mm-hmm. you don't have that you feel like you've failed a little bit mm-hmm. kind of touched on this topic but like there is so much pressure to like be engaged get married and then start having kids and find in the your one 30s mm-hmm. and I feel like the world has changed so much since or it just changed in the past few years that it's like I feel like there's so many people who like struggle with like fertility issues for instance and like if you can get pregnant it's such a blessing mm-hmm. and like it's yeah. just like even if you're not married and don't have that commitment like that is so exciting and like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean
0: totally yeah I agree even when we were younger like it's changed so much like I remember being I don't know like 11 to 15 whatever those that age group being like I'm gonna have a husband I'm gonna have four kids and I'm gonna have a full-blown million dollar career by the time I'm 23 like I literally thought that was like normal back then because you like you think 25 is so old when you're 15 Mm -hmm. but now that I turned 21 I was like oh my god (laughs) okay pushing it back a few years (laughs) and then turn 25 I'm like okay pushing it back few years
2: ago i remember yeah. growing up my mom always said she had me at 24 so i Crazy. grew up being like i'm gonna have a baby at 24 too mm-hmm. like i want to be a milf totally i, I want to be totally young, be saying <laughs> and now that i'm 28 like i've always wanted to be a young mom mm-hmm. and josh made a comment to me that like everyone at the podcast can come at him for it but he was like well you know you're 28 now i was like what do you mean i think a young mom is in spirit like there's mm-hmm. no Age really is nothing but a number. I never went for it being like, I have to be married before I'm 30. It just happened. It just kind of happened.
0: But also it's hard as women, I think too, because we genuinely have a timeline in our bodies. So I think that with men and women, we think differently maybe necessarily. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I think that the pressures of that is a little bit more because our bodies literally physically have a timeline. So I think that's maybe where it comes from. I don't know when we're younger.
1: But like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's so interesting. And even I get so many DMs because Austin and I have been together for six years. And so like, I still get so many DMs being like, are you getting married soon? Please tell me
0: there's an oh engagement. My God. And like, it's like, hey, like back off. And, <laughs> and
1: that's the thing. It's like, I don't care that anybody says that, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it kind of stresses me out. Cause it's like, that's it puts so pressure on you. Th- it puts pressure on me. And I'm like, that is, I'm so not ready for that. Like I do not like see that for myself until like at least like two to three years down the line, like maybe not Which even, is so fine. but things could change and maybe three years come like th- in three years time. I'm still not there yet or we're still not there yet. Like there's no rush. There's mm-hmm. no, like there's no point in like putting pressure on like a timeline. Yeah. Because like, I'm just doing me. It but you said totally. things
2: change and that's what no one realizes. It's your perception and your interest. I feel like change over time mm-hmm. and what you think you want two years from now may end up being five years from now when you actually get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also like I get a lot of DMs now like, oh, are you going to have kids soon? Are you pregnant? Mm-hmm. Are you whatever? And it's almost like this life cycle that society has mm-hmm. taught us, like you get married and then comes a house and then come the kids. And then maybe before that, there was a dog, dog. which I would love a dog. <laughs> know, so you guys <laughs> need to get dogs. It. Okay. I I, but I'll like, live vicariously through you guys. No, I know it's happening. I've, I have Josh saying it in record.
0: Also though, too, kind of the same thing as like the career path. Like if you're in a relationship until let's say you're 29 and like, again, this whole, you know, negative con- uh, connotation with the age of 30, people are like, oh, well, I've already been with him till I'm 29. I can't dump him now because then I'm gonna like you know I have to marry him because I've wasted all this time on him and like Mm -hmm. I can't find a new man now by the time I find a new man I'm gonna have to date him for three years and it's just like it spirals down and I feel like that's so realistic and we actually have a friend that recently went through a breakup and she's actually 30 and you know what she was kind of feeling the same way she's like oh my god like I'm already 30 and I've been with this guy for x years I think maybe six years or something and now she's like so happy and she's like I'm so glad I did it I don't care that I'm 30 I'm so fucking glad in here totally like
2: she is so young at heart and she oh yeah. has like mm-hmm. such a love for life about totally. her you know what i mean yeah. that it really is um i feel like it's an inner like totally. you you establish your age with just like how you see life totally. there's actually guys know I'm reading the book the happiness advantage <laughs> right. i just love plugging it in there right. he re- reads once but there was actually a study in there that i'm gonna butcher but the whole point of it was they took these like elderly men. I think they were maybe like seventy five, and they put they took a bunch of them, put them in like a, a home, and they branded everything for their week stay there as if it was ten years ago. So like the newspapers were from <sighs> whatever year, like ten, year, Wait, 10 that's years so ago. Ten years ago. Sorry, I'm the radio. To mentally process this. Keep going. <laughs> the radio would like play stuff as if it was ten years ago. So everything okay. around them was there was there for them to believe that like it's as if it was ago. ten years okay. ago. Okay. And after they basically. Did all these ran all these tests on them before they went into this like retreat and after Mm -hmm. And their health literally improved over the span of their time at this retreat because their body like they psychologically believed that They were younger, and
0: that's crazy. Like,
2: your mind is so powerful that their body started acting like it. Oh, yeah. And the only reason I'm saying this is because if you feel like you're young at heart and you have this like love for life and let go of that pressure, Mm -hmm. age doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because it's what how you feel about life, you know? Totally. That's crazy. It's really cool. That's the thing. Like,
1: my stepdad, he is almost. I think he's 60 he's 60 something he, he looks stunning he's late 60s he right? doesn't look a day over 35 <laughs> you would literally would never know he you think that he's like in his 40s he is so young, or even 30s he's or so 20s hip and young. he literally has more energy than I do <laughs> yeah. in my 20s.
0: you're like, like Fred I don't want to get out of bed today sorry
1: <laughs> no but he literally has so much energy and he's just like so young at heart like he still mm-hmm. does so much and he like went go-kart racing and like he loves to golf and like he just has like the best vibe best energy and you can just Mm -hmm. really tell that like he is staying young because he has like kept that mindset Mm -hmm. and like he hasn't
0: just like given up
1: he hasn't given up on it given up but like I don't know I feel like as people get older they like kind of get lazy and like they just kind of like sit Mm -hmm. around and watch Mm -hmm. tv and like you know watch the news totally do that kind of stuff and like most of them are retired too Mm -hmm he's That's molded just,
0: with the times that
1: was just a little <laughs> story time
0: Kiwi, okay, we were gonna talk about this this has so much to do with like being in your 20s and a lot of you guys um wrote in this question but i actually don't know the definition of it i know everyone talks about it but i ju- i like kind of know the idea of it but Nitz, can you explain to me what imposter syndrome is
2: um yes it's actually something that i found really confusing too until someone explained it to me mm-hmm. but the gist of it is you feel like you're an imposter like you don't for example when i launched mind your business i was like who am i to go and teach people about turning right. their social media in, into their career? so it's, it's like, like questioning you doubting yourself and doubting okay. your legitimacy right. to do what you're doing and okay. if you're good enough okay. does that make sense yes i, I get guess. it you're like an imposter oh okay
0: okay okay right yeah, yeah i yeah. think that's what it is that's oh, how someone explained it imposter to me imposter syndrome is so real then it's
2: so real and i think oh. we all have it all the time yeah and in your 20s for sure <laughs> i'm still trying to relate this to
1: my life but i don't can't think of anything because i still don't know if i understand <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna be honest, it is kind of a confusing, confusing But I see it everywhere. I see everyone talking about <laughs> imposter syndrome and like, oh my god, me too, girl. And I'm like, wait, it's what is
2: basically it? it's like doubting yourself, okay. For example, Royale. if a brand pays you a certain amount of money for your work, it's being like, Well, am I really worth this money? Right. Like right. is my content really that good? Am I really Or is like- it really that bad? <laughs> or that Or is it
0: the bare minimum?
2: <laughs> oh, okay. No, I get that now. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Now that we know what it is, <laughs> how do we maybe like fix that? How do we get our mindset out of that? we're all like um i don't know (laughs) she's like you're asking me you're done (laughs) no i think that it's all about confidence and i do think that we have to take that confidence that we're getting in our 30s bring it back to our 20s and we truly have to fake it till we make it
2: i was just gonna say fake it till you make Mm -hmm. it because it's i think it's wanting what you are going for so bad that even if you feel like an imposter Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because Mm -hmm. at least you're trying yeah, I, you're just figuring it out and it's no, so okay totally. to figure it out. But can
0: we all tell a story about one time where we faked it till we made it? Can absolutely. we absolutely okay. start. You start, babe. You start. We were at
2: the C F D A Awards. Oh, with no. Oh, no. Sorry, so oh no. Oh no. Sorry, so no, oh This was, no, this was before know. you were this born. This was pre Sophie <laughs> I okay. Um and okay. I'm like I don't know the story, so go on. <laughs> em and I were in LA. This was like two months fresh out of quitting our nine-to-fives and trying to do this whole thing, mm-hmm. and we were 21 and 24 to, uh 21 20 23 sister. sorry 23, 23. Years, you're no right three. yeah you're right you're right, you're right Keep you're me right. young. sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> anyway we were at the cfda awards like the vogue cfda right. awards oh, yeah, where it's like it was crazy james corden was hosting and there's like all zendaya these, like, was there everyone was there yeah and it was just like such a like, out-of-body experience A pinch-me moment. Why did they choose you two? I don't know. I have no well, clue. here's the thing. I'm just kidding. We pull up to our seats, and my wait, name was spelled wrong. Wait,
0: before, before we get to that part, we should talk about how we didn't have outfits because we weren't planning on right. going. We literally had maybe, like, $500 to our name, so we ran to Zara. No,
2: Emma, I literally took all my hard earned money from the two campaigns I had at that point and spent it on a Chloe bag just to be able to like go to this event to have a designer bag have a designer bag and Mm -hmm. I ended up returning it Right. Got to do what you got to do. Fake it till you make it. Totally.
0: So that's already the first part. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's the first part. But then we pulled up to our seat. Pulled up. We literally walked. We're like in the back row. (laughs) Oh, very back row. And my name was spelled wrong. And I don't know why it's always such a shot at your ego. Like, oh, shoot. Like, I'm not important enough for them to like double check my name. Right. And just that whole experience being there was such an imposter syndrome. Right. Like the epitome of an imposter syndrome. Like we're sitting there. Who was in front of us? Something. Her name was Rose.
0: Oh, Camila Rose. Was it Camila? Is that Camila Rose? No. Oh, Ruby Rose. Ruby Ruby Rose. Rose. Who's Camila? Who's the other girl that was there? Camila.
2: Sophie wasn't oh, there No I know I know are but you know But
0: you're the pop culture queen Who's the girl She's stunning queen She dated Leo Oh Cammy Marone Cammy Marone was there yes. too She was stunning Everyone yeah. there
2: was like So stunning So LA yeah. So beautiful did You know who else there. was there
0: Cameron Dallas Gonna say it right now I'm gonna drop the mic Cameron <laughs> yeah. Dallas was there yeah,
2: that was true But that whole experience Was kind of like A fake it till you make it we, Totally I fully gave myself Like a mental pep talk And yeah. I was like Walk around this place Like you belong And like you own it And just fake it No one knows who you are So you could literally Be anyone
0: Oh we were you We know? acted like like we literally were Zendaya.
2: Yeah, and I also <laughs> spilled champagne on myself trying to talk to someone I looked at. Zendaya, so Zendaya. I thought, no, yes, it was. It was the oh, Man no. Repeller. You're right, Man repeller. She's like a blogger I thought was so cool and I went up to her and as no. I'm talking to her, I'm literally like holding a champagne glass and the drink, shaking so bad that yeah. it, sh- it like spills on me but I'm i don't want to look you. down because yeah. i don't want her to catch my gaze anyway
0: and you for sure so we went up to experience. zendaya too and you're like i love the spider-man movie
2: no i asked her what movie she was in do you not remember oh
0: i thought you said you loved the Spider Man movie. no i think movie. you
2: said it and i was like no you, i think you said i loved your last movie and i go what movie was it? oh yeah and it was spider-man and i just wait, so wait, I bad to go. i don't know
0: maybe we're getting our timelines mixed I up but so. i do know that we went up to zendaya and did make a fool out of ourselves and that's for sure
1: What were what's your story so okay well i don't know if my is going to be the same as yours um it might be what Ooh. wait what is it um I don't think it is okay well I feel like I have so many stories but this one's just like obviously you guys have so many
0: stories so many stories but like
1: the one that's really sticking to my mind is we were at new york fashion
0: week and
1: there was a alexander wang ex bulgari party <laughs>
0: i'm and glad you're telling it i wasn't gonna tell it but i'm no, glad you're telling it i'm not
1: gonna i'm not gonna really i'm gonna just briefly touch on your part okay. of that but i'm gonna talk about like inside okay yeah yeah Yeah. so we go to this party um we have an invite but um emma only has the plus one we've talked about this on the podcast the only plus one but we were needing a plus two so she, like, she we run like, we run in threes here <laughs> so emma like goes up and she's like um my manager like got me a plus two and he's like no she didn't so basically we just like got uh, in somehow. Not. <laughs> we got into the party somehow but like as soon as we walked into this party i feel like that i mean i feel like we've done a lot of cool things but like for me that party in particular was very 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 a-list there was like Hayley bieber there there was like britney snow there was everybody like yeah
2: literally I can't even
0: think Like the it most is random The most random group of people But it was like all A-list And just like
2: you, like Sophia Richie Totally, like, You'd look
0: every corner And there was someone cool
2: It definitely was one of the highlights mm-hmm. Of like fashion weeks today And, date. and mm-hmm. it was kind of just like Who are we to be here And totally. be invited to this
1: Like what have we done To like Totally Have this invite I mean I didn't even have an invite or Neither Nitz, did I And didn't even have an invite I only
0: got it Because of my management at the time So all <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the three of us Should not have been in that room
1: <laughs> but um, But yeah And just like being Like at that party And we were dressed so well Like our outfits were insane we looked so good we that looked night. so hot oh I'm and can we sorry? talk about how we
0: rummaged the, those outfits together sophie rewore her day look i found a found a, found a random sparkly skirt in my closet i'm like yep and then Nitz, what did you wear again i, I actually loved my outfit. Oh, yeah.
2: i had under boob you guys yes right i remember I the blazer you were the blazer it was my big blazer top. yes, yes, yes it was so and leather top. pants yes so good we looked so good Immaculate. you guys know the photo it's like down on the tss feed mm-hmm. it's there the one like
0: the on one film photo we got alexander roth shot it actually shout out to alex we love you he Best shot family. us because he was shooting for paper mag that night and he was like yep. girls like like in one of my film shots and we're like yes please take a pic and
2: it was amazing and it I turned absolutely out
1: absolutely edited my under the boat yeah. it turned okay. out fabulous no but just yeah being at that party was so imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. i remember we were like going up we went up to I everyone went, i went up to Haley bieber and i was like love you i was like you are so gorgeous and she was like oh thank you like she was so so nice
0: and like, beautiful
1: beautiful yeah and then we went up to britney snow too and i think you said yeah she was was," really nice you were like i loved you in hairspray
0: oh yeah duh her best role and she was like really that's what you remember me from i'm like girl hairspray changed my life (laughs) (laughs) she's probably had so many more like deep roles she was i'm sure
1: she was really really nice too but yeah no just being at that party was very surreal i feel like we still like that was still one of the coolest things Mm -hmm. i feel like we've ever done yeah and it was so exciting i just didn't want to go home no we didn't want to go home did not want to go home they
0: had to kick us to the curb for sure that was kind of like a fake it till you make it and imposter syndrome both in one story i think for sure right right, right, oh, right such a good fashion week such a good one that was a good one that was okay i think my story's a little bit um it's also coachella <laughs> Okay, so basically, this is more of a fake it till you make it confidence um, story. But basically, long story short, we went to Coachella. This was the first year. I had literally no money to my name. And I remember having to up my credit card limit before we went to Coachella to buy our tickets for my, me and Nitz's tickets at the time. Because it was just the two of us going at the time. then, of course, Sobi Sukin totally came along as well. (laughs) Even though we met her like literally two minutes before. I didn't meet her. No, yeah. You didn't even know Nitz. I was like bringing my two. I was bringing my two icons together. Before...
1: We get into it. I was so nervous on the plane because you guys were already friends and you guys were like sharing headphones. One was in Emma's (laughs) ear and one was in Knits. and I was just kind of sitting there and I was like, "Oh fuck!"
0: No, you were doing your you were studying for your exam.
1: I was studying for my final when I got home, but I just remember like feeling so uncomfortable. And like, also, were matching tracksuits. Like looking back, that was kind of a dick. Yeah, no one no one told me about the matching
0: tracksuits. Yeah, no, wild um, fox totally uh, came through for that. Anyways, back to the story. Okay, so basically, long story. I won't make this a long story time, but long story short, I had like no money to my name and. I had to up my credit card to get us even to Coachella in the first place then we get there and there was an unexpected payment into my credit card at the hotel so it maxed up my credit card I had no money and I literally had no cash like I literally had no money in my bank account you guys I'm not even fucking kidding I you this. I had a full-blown mental breakdown but I couldn't have it in front of all of these cool new influencers we were meeting like, like duh me? I was so mortified at the time because all of these influencers were like probably I don't even know maybe they were feeling the same thing I was feeling maybe we were all faking it till we made it and just didn't want to admit it to each other but I definitely was faking it so we got to the we went for lunch one day okay first of all we ate apples the whole time because it was free apples in the in the lobby at this hotel and <laughs> I think no I ate literally the apples every day because I'm not of money anyways besides the point <laughs> we went to this pizza restaurant oh, and yes. we were that, all eating yes. pizza and everyone yeah. ordered blah 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 and I was like of course I have to eat with everyone because I have to be like cool like everyone and you know whatever I ordered myself pizza and like a drink whatever ended up not having money to pay for it and I was so mortified I was like oh my god I can't even pay for this pizza like in front of all these bloggers that were just meeting it was our first Coachella I had no money to my name so I went outside of the pizza restaurant I called my sister and i was like sarah i was like crying and i was like sarah i can't afford to buy pizza i'm at coachella with all my cool friends like this is so embarrassing for me and she was like no problem like i will e-transfer you and my sister like works a very normal job like she can't afford to just drop money on me either and like my parents didn't either they never really gave me money so i was like obviously called my sister she e-transferred me 800 dollars for the weekend and i used it (laughs) i used it all i used it all i've since then paid her back but the only reason why i actually could afford food or anything that weekend was because my sister you transferred me that weekend. Wow.
2: I remember you stepping outside. Mm-hmm. I remember that I too. I really remember that.
0: And I, w- I was so embarrassed, but that's right there. Like that weekend, literally like kickstarted our careers. And like, I invested in myself and I just took the chance, even if I literally had
1: $0. Here's the thing. I feel like we would all be in such, I don't even know if sabotage would exist. No. If I didn't go to Coachella, if you guys didn't go to Coachella or like, you know what I mean? You I know really- what? I'd like to believe that what's meant to be will always be. And we mm-hmm. would have found our way to each other. I agree. True. But Maybe imagine finding our way to each other tomorrow
0: no you know what though we would be different people because i think we've helped sculpt weird. who each other are like do you yeah. know what i mean like we've i think we have helped
1: shape each other exactly Wouldn't We like each other like
0: i don't know because we would be different people <laughs> we've built each other's stories together and that's a
1: fact that's so true i feel yeah. like anything i talk about in life like has to involve you guys because you're such a big part of it it's so i true. agree
0: it's so cool though too it's like these stories that we have and the memories that we have like literally no one outside of this room will ever know i'm like except for except for, our, <laughs> except <laughs> for our our mans, right here, doing the audio, but like, truly, like, isn't that the coolest thing ever? Like, and that's what's again, reeling this back to being in your 20s. Like, find your core group of girls, or find your cool okay. <laughs> girl, find your core group of people that you'll like truly shape yourself with. You know, well, it's so cool. And
1: that's the thing, too, is like, I don't know, we were talking, Emma and I, I don't know if you were here yet, but um we were just talking about like having friends that like actually make you lol, LOL. and it's so important if my friends can't make me absolutely pee my pants then, I'm like, walking away then it's like I just like my humor is so I feel like our humor is so niche I all love how ours. you went from my
0: humor to our humor because it's
1: so it's similar the Same. we all have the same humor it's always like the randomest thing and mm-hmm. even like at Nitz's wedding obviously like Emma and I were thrown into like environment that we had never been in before and like everything was so new to us like the dances we didn't know anything we were just thrown the horror horror. we were were thrown right into your wedding not knowing a thing and just like faked it till we made it oh yeah but i remember just like me and emma would give each other a look like when everyone was doing a dance move and we would try to like mimic it and then we would just like and we just knew we just
0: knew the humor is just so there so true but yeah like that's the thing i think that in your 20s you guys like if you're trying to find friends and trying to meet people meet new people like look yeah bring i'm bringing us back here we're getting way too unattainable but I truly think that like we're a great story though of like putting yourself out there and finding people that vibe with you finding people that truly you know Make you LOL. That's so important.
1: Absolutely, but I think that's it for today's episode. um Is there anything else you guys want to add? I think we probably
0: should touch on the
2: stunning queen of the week. <laughs> Who
0: is she? <laughs> I'm like, can the stunning queen of the week be Fred? I know we touch on him for literally twenty seconds, okay. but I do think he should be the stunning king of the week. The stunning king the of thing, the week.
1: My stepdad, Fred, is like the biggest sabotage fan. Like, if we're all together, he'll always be like, "That is so sabotage." sabotage. <laughs> is it sabotage?
0: He goes, hey, Emma, are you having a sabotage day? So I think
2: he needs to be the stunning king. I do yeah. think so too. We'll and I can't wait for him to hear this. Fred, we love you so much. We love the energy you bring into the room. We love Fred. You just make us LOL. Yes, From you do. You do make us LOL. We'll have oh. to call him after we're done recording. Yeah,
0: I agree. Also, I love that we're bringing diversity into here. We have a stunning king for the first time. We've always done stunning queens, but now we have a king in the house. Perfect. It's amazing. And Fred's we love the first. And Fred must have been the first. Perfect. Okay, love well, it.
1: thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. We love
0: you. Bye. Mm